Hey there, everyone. I'm Ashley Bullington, and you're watching the fifth quarter, our Friday night wrap-up show where we bring you all things that happen around the greater Houston area in Texas high school football, and week nine was a thriller. First off, we want to apologize for not having week eight. Uh, we had some technical difficulties come up, and we were unable to get the show out. It would have been a really good one, though, so we just want to say thank you uh, to the Hightower head coach who joined us on air for that one. We apologize once again for not being able to get out, but let's move into what Week 9 had to offer. We had so many big games around the greater Houston area. It was a good, good night. We are going to kick it off with Angleton versus Texas City. Um, both of these teams, 1 and 3 in district, uh, you know, this was going to be a game of Whoever could just juggernaut it out to the best that of their ability was going to take this one. Uh, Texas City was up until the third quarter when Angleton took the lead, and then it got tied again at 21-21. But Angleton, Angleton was able to have this to take this one down to the wire, and they went 35 to 21. Bel Air played West Side tonight. They went out to West Side. Um, West Side. One and two in district. Bel Air three and one, looking to keep that winning streak going to stay at top of the district. They win 36 to 29. Uh, Rosenberg Terry went to Galveston Ball. Uh, both of these teams were 0 and 4 going into this game, but Terry takes their first win of the district of district play, and they win. Uh, they win tonight 14 to 7. Their first win in the district. Uh, Channel, Channel View went to C.E. King, and uh, C.E. King took was 1-3 before going into this game. Channel View 2-2 two two in district. Uh, both these teams kind of struggling to keep in that district race. Well, C.E. King got their second win of district tonight. They won 55-6 versus Channel View. Clear Falls and Clear Lake tonight. Uh, Gave each gave they gave each other each a really good game, but Clear Falls wins this one 34 to 20. Uh, one of those dreaded districts 15-6A. All of these teams uh, have had great games. The Woodlands, Conroe, Klein Collins, um, you know, co uh, College Park. It's a solid district. We didn't we don't really know. We're starting to see some separation between these teams as they are. Um, having some wins and losses to see, to see who's going to be the playoff team, who's going to win the district, and who's going to be out of the race. But uh, Klein Collins, they gave each other a really tight game tonight. It was tied 23-23 at the half. Um, Klein Collins 5-1 and one going into this one. Conroe 3-2. Uh, and two. Klein Collins just narrowly takes this one. They win 29-23 to versus Conroe. Uh, both these teams still looking for that playoff push as they had another team. Klein have a really big, uh, really big win tonight as well. Cy Lakes versus Langham Creek. Um, Cy, Cy Lakes was 3-3 three and three going into this game. Langham Creek has really struggled this season. You know, this is a team that normally we say is the top of the district. Uh, they're, they have a solid offense, a heck of a defense um, but Cy, Cy Lakes wins this one 33 to 24. Um, Hightower and Friendswood. Friendswood last week looking to bounce back they played Shadow Creek and kind of got it handed to them 
Uh, High Tower was the only undefeated team left other than Shadow Creek in this district. Uh, both these teams looking to keep up with Shadow Creek as they almost look unbeatable. Um, you know, they're fighting for first in this one. Uh, Friendswood looking to bounce back, like we said, because they're lost from the sh to the Sharks last week. Uh, but Friendswood pulls this one out against High Tower, 21 to two, and High Tower now on the back end of it as they're looking to go into the next game. They have a really tough game in Shadow Creek, uh, and if they can pull up that one, then it's kind of a it's kind of a um, it's kind of one of those districts that'll be up in the air. Um, they'll have to line up through a bunch of those teams having a loss on the on the season if they can beat Shadow Creek next week. But if not, Shadow Creek will be the district champ once again. Uh, like we said, though, Hightower lost this one to Friendswood 21-2. to uh, Friendswood's looking to carry that momentum forward as they have a lesser part of the season now uh, for the last couple of games. Not as strong of teams uh, now that they've gotten their three biggest games out of the way playing Foster as well at Foster, Shadow Creek, and Hightower. Uh, Kingwood Park and Memorial Kingwood Park was two and two. Both these teams two and two going into this game, but Kingwood Park wins 20 to 13. Summer Creek, Atascacita. Atascacita was 5-0 in district. Summer Creek, 2-3. Atascacita last week uh, didn't score their average of 63 points, but tonight they kept their average in the 60s as they won 63-14. Um, Atascacita is just looking to be unstoppable in district. After that loss they had to Katie, they've just been a scoring machine, uh, averaging above 60 points every single game. Um, I think their average scores like 62 points a game. Uh, but once again, they're scoring over 60 as they uh, are the clear favorites in their district being 6-0 and for the season. Last game that we have for this first segment, um, and what a game this one was. Spring and Decaney both went against each other head-to-head, -head, both 3-1. and in district, uh, DeCaney was shut out in the first half. Spring was up. Spring was up on them. Uh, they come back with four seconds left, or they come back and tie it up, 23 to 23. Uh, and then with four seconds left in the overtime, Spring kicks a field goal and wins 26 to 23 to take this game and go four and one in district. Super, super thrilling game. Uh, one that we should have highlights of. It's going to be a good one um, to check out tomorrow morning. Uh, but another big week of Texas high school football. Uh, you know, it's one of those weeks where, you know, we're starting to see that separation between everything. Uh, you know, not only that, we've got great football, but we also had the have the Astros in the World Series on top of that. So a, a fantastic week of sports here in Houston, and we love it. Uh, but that wraps up this first segment of the fifth quarter. When we come back, we'll have some uh, Ryan, Matt Harris on the phone with us as he will break down some of the things that he saw from week nine of Texas high school football. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm-Up, presented by your local Houston area GEICO agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. And we are back with the fifth quarter and have the Inside High School Sports Insider Matt Harris with us. Matt, 
Week nine, just as big of a thrill as the World Series uh, for Texas high school football. What were some of the things that you saw from Thursday and Friday night uh, that were World Series-esque? We're going to tie this into the Astros as many times as we can. Absolutely, we have to. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was. this week was a really loaded schedule around the area. There were a ton of great games and a ton of games with playoff implications. That's kind of a given, given that, you know, we've got, we're down to the last after tonight, I believe, or I mean, sometimes some teams will play Saturdays. So after Saturday, we're down to two games left. Uh, so playoff implications are really ramping up. And one big district to talk about is 10, five, a, it looks like the four playoff teams are just about set there. There's a big game. This on, this was last night to sort of determine the the order that that district's going to be in and, and a game we've been looking forward to all season where Shadow Creek took down Foster 24-17 in a pretty good one. Uh, another big game that happened in that district was Hightower-Friendswood. Uh, Friendswood defeated Hightower 21-2. Um, not the score that you're really expecting to see from that game as Hightower went into it uh, 4-0 and somebody that you really thought was maybe – maybe going to stay at the top of that district and kind of maybe have a, a, a battle it out with Shadow Creek next week? Yeah. Um, Friendswood's been interesting this year. They beat Foster earlier in the season, uh, and I'm blanking on who, but I believe they, they've they lost one time since then. They, lost, I they lost to Shadow Creek last week. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they lost to Shadow Creek. Um and then they took down Hightower tonight. So I think that Friendswood's going to wind up getting the second spot in that district. Uh, and that, that's kind of a surprise because heading into the year, we were all thinking, uh, you know, it's, it's going to come down to Shadow Creek Foster for uh, not even necessarily first and second in the district, but who potentially represents Houston in 5A uh, Division One at the state championships. Um, and not that Houston's guaranteed a spot in that game because you've got to go through Austin and some some other places as well. But uh, Houston is such a talented area that I believe that the represent that Houston would send a representative from 5A Division Two up to state, and it was going to come down to that Shadow Creek Foster matchup. And Friendswood's kind of proven us all wrong with that. And I, I mean, I all the predictions I was looking at had Foster at the number one spot, number one seed, even over Shadow Creek. But Shadow Creek just kind of looks unstoppable right now. They do. Uh, Kyron Drones has looked really, really good this season at quarterback. It's been a little bit of an upgrade there. And this is, you know, you're talking about a team that they've literally lost one game in the history of their their school, and that was the state championship game against a really good Highland Park team a year ago. Uh, So the fact that Foster was picked over them in a lot of projections – was really surprising, and that probably has to do a little bit with uncertainty at quarterback heading into the year, where it's first season in school history. You go through fifteen and one, quarterback graduates. Now you've got to bring in a new guy, uh, and there's a little uncertainty there. But Kyron Drones has looked really, really good this year, and is definitely one of the. Uh, he's he makes the short list for team MVPs in the Houston area. Most definitely. Uh, another big district run that we've been looking at was that 15-6A district, the, the Woodlands, Conroe, Klein Oak, Klein, Klein Collins, Klein Forest. Uh, you know, Klein did their, took care of business tonight. Klein Collins took care of business tonight in a really close game, too. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the Woodlands first. And the, the crazy thing about that is the Woodlands is 
among a handful of teams, you know, maybe five or six teams that you re- that really comes to mind first when you think of continued success and dominance down in the Houston area. And this is a team that's probably not going to make the playoffs this year because this district is so loaded. Um, tonight, Oak Ridge play or no, that, that was last night. Excuse me. Uh, tonight we had uh, Clank Collins at Conroe. Conroe has been a team led by uh, senior quarterback Christian Pack, who has been really good this year. That this is a team that they've come in and surprised some people in that district. And Clank Collins came out with a 29-23 victory there. Uh, in, in a pretty impressive battle. I, I think it says a lot about Conroe because Collins is, I think, unquestioned the best team in that district, and they came in and put up a pretty good fight against them, and I think they're going to hold down that third spot behind uh, Collins and Klein Oak. So so you think it's going to be Cl- Collins, Klein Oak, Conroe, and then who takes that next spot? See, that's, that's a tough one because there's a lot of teams kind of fighting it out for that last spot. Um, I think that Klein Kane took down Oak Ridge last night, and I think Klein Kane is definitely one of those teams that you look at where – and Klein Kane, I, you know, there's – Conroe's not locked into that third seed. There, there could be a lot of shuffling between, you know, three and, and five or six that we see in this district within these last two weeks. But I, I would think that Klein Kane is right, right up there in the mix with that, along with Conroe, I think, for those last two spots. One more thing I want to touch on before we ask you what you thought of week nine. Um, but Atascacito once again averages or has a 60, uh, an over 60-point game. Now they pretty much, besides their one loss to Katie, have averaged over 60 points in every single game that they have played in. What does that say about this Atascacito offense that we might need to be on the lookout for going into playoffs? It's very, very intriguing to me that because, like, I, I, I think I said this on the warm-up, or not the warm-up, excuse me, uh, the fifth quarter in past weeks where I remember looking at that Atascacita score when they were down, you know, 42-0 and 49-14 and so on and so forth throughout the night when they played Katie. And I thought, wow, that is, that, like, that is insane. Katie is, you know, Katie should be favored to win state if they're going to beat North Shore and then blow the doors off of Atascacita in week two. Uh, and since then, they've looked really good. And it makes you wonder kind of, Atascacita, I mean, if, if you're going to lose that bad and you're that good of a team, yes, you had an off night. But losing by 35 to 42 points is usually not an aberration. And it makes you wonder, could Atascacita not only make a deep run, but could they beat Katie in the playoffs? Not that Katie's looked any worse, but it's an intriguing thing to think about as we march towards playoffs where I think maybe some people thought less of Atascacita after that game and maybe we should be taking them more seriously. I think uh, the Atascacita, Katie, North Shore dynamic of Houston will be very interesting as we move into playoffs. But talking about moving into playoffs, like you said, we've got two weeks left. Um, So what is your takeaway from week nine as we're starting to roll into week 10? Week nine, I think we learned a lot about a lot of teams. Uh, There was a ton of really good games. You look at teams like Maid Creek is going back to the playoffs for the first time since 2008 with a now 7-1 and record. Uh, you look at Manville, undefeated, beat Sterling by f- about 15. I can't remember the exact final score of that game from last night, but it, it was about two scores, but they struggled with Sterling a little bit early on, and maybe that's kind of looking forward to next week and just kind of wanting to get past your opponent and not really showing up and a slow start. But Manville looked a little concerning in that game. Uh, and then we had some other impressive games from tonight, 
where you talk about Katie Tompkins also looked a little slow against Katie Taylor. They came out with a sizable win. Uh, and I think that Tompkins is another team that I'm really interested to see in the playoffs, whether they go 6AD1 or 6AD2, what happens with that, how deep they can go, because I think that's one of the most talented teams in the area. And, you know, they, they really stuck with Katie stride for stride for most of that game. And Katie's kind of the litmus test for the whole area in terms of where you stack up to Katie is just about how good you are because Katie's probably the best in the area. Mm-hmm. And then, like I mentioned earlier with Klein Collins and Klein Oak, uh, I think both of those teams can make deep runs. They're very talented, but there's so many talented teams in Houston that I don't know how far they go. Exactly. So, Matt, thank you so much for joining us on the warm-up, uh, or not on the warm-up, on the fifth quarter. Goodness gracious, I made the same mistake. Um, but thank you so much for joining us on the fifth quarter. Uh, thank you for watching so far on the with- fifth quarter. When we come back after these messages, we'll have producer Robert Sheik with us here on set to talk about his thoughts uh, on week nine, as well as what might be coming up tomorrow on uh, Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports. But we will be right back after these messages. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. And we are back with the fifth quarter and have producer Robert Sheik with us to talk about everything that happened in week nine. But we will start with Thursday night games. Yeah, big Thursday night down in Houston. How did Thursday go? I mean, we didn't have any Astros to compete with. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, really our, our game of the week and, and really one of the biggest games of the week in, uh, across the entire state was Shadow Creek at Foster, mm-hmm. and it really lived up to the billing. Foster, you know, a- as much of a juggernaut and powerhouse as Shadow Creek's been all season, Foster hung around and was in that ball game the entire way. Uh, Shadow Creek wins it 24-17, but, you know, Foster hung around, and, and you know, Foster, I don't think – Many of us expected Foster to have three losses at this point in the season. Um, you know, it's it's week eight, but or week nine. Um, but you know, Foster's that team that just seems to be so dangerous come come playoff season. So I don't think we've heard the last of the Falcons. But again, Shadow Creek. I mean, it seems like we we say this every week, and Shadow Creek is just so good. Like, yes, it, there's. That team really does not seem to be missing anything. It seems to have all the pieces, and uh, I, I think we could definitely be looking at another deep, deep December run for, for Shadow Creek this year. It's good to see the fact that Shadow Creek can get points scored on them and can have a team that give, that gives them a good game. Um, another team that beat Foster, Friendswood, uh, they surprisingly – beat Hightower 21 to yeah 21 to 2 tonight. You don't really expect that kind of score from from another team that was undefeated going into this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and and that just shows you it just shows you how good um you know, Shadow Creek's win over Friendswood was last week that Friendswood can turn around and you know, Friendswood beat both Foster mm-hmm. and now Hightower um next week and sorry, the the phone's going <laughs> off. That's what happens to producers. I should probably put that on silent, but um that just shows you just how dominant Shadow Creek is. Next week, Shadow Creek plays plays Hightower, and you know that that will basically uh, you know win there wraps up the district title for Shadow Creek. Um, you know Hightower is going to give it everything, and um, you know Hightower always seems to, to 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 get up for some of these big games. So, uh, but Hightower's schedule is backloaded. Uh, these you know 
and so these uh, we saw it tonight with Friendswood. Um, a little bit of a step up in competition for Hightower compared to what Hightower has been playing. Um, so, uh, but again, Shadow Creek, I, you know, we could, we could go on and on and talk about Shadow Creek for, for hours. But yeah, um, a, another solid, good, really good performance from, from the Sharks. And we'll see them play Hightower next week. But another district that we've had our eyes on was that 15-6A district. Um, you know, you had Klein win tonight. They beat Klein Forest. You had Klein Collins beat Conroe. Um, I don't, I couldn't remember the other game that's on, but, uh, you know, the Woodlands almost seem to be out of the, out of the running for playoffs at this point in time. Well, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting race and, and Klein Kane will have highlights tomorrow. Um, it was our first look ever on the show at Klein Kane, just a second year program, but the Hurricanes now are closing in on a playoff berth. Um, you know, but you basically have, uh, you know, let's run down the list. Klein Collins, the Woodlands, Klein Kane, Conroe. Um, Klein Oak. Yeah, Klein Oak. Yeah, how can I forget about them? Um, you know, Klein's not dead yet. Um, you know, there's a lot of good teams battling it out, and only four of them are going to make the playoffs. And, you know, that's just kind of the way when districts get drawn up, it's not always just in who – it's not always the best – I don't know, what's 32 times four? 128 teams from each class that, that make the playoffs. It's, it sometimes has to do with – with how it, how the districts are drawn up and and unfortunately there's going to be a good team left out. I don't know who that's going to be and and I don't think we'll know who that is until um, you know week eleven at, at you know about at about eleven p.m. Uh, or midnight that night. So it, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, I don't know if it's on for the schedule tomorrow for in Chevy's Inside High School Sports, but Spring beat Decaney in an overtime, 26-23 to 23 tonight. Yeah, I would have loved to have had the highlights of that one. Um, we're a little shorthanded tonight, unfortunately. Um, you know, stuff happens sometimes. Astros. Yeah, yeah, that and, and seems like everything seems to happen at once. But, um, but yeah, those are, those are two really good teams, and... You know, Westfield's at sort of the top of that district, but those two teams are right there. Both should be looking um, golden for, for playoff tickets. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if either one of those two teams can make some noise, um, you know, in, in the playoffs. I th I'm pretty sure that district matches up, um, if memory serves me correct, with that 15 6 a mm -hmm. district, the, the Klein Collins, the Woodlands. Um, you know, a really tough teams. district to so, be. So yeah, that, and that so that'll be uh, those will be some fun first round games um, between those two districts, the, the spring, um, the spring ISD schools, and you know the Klein and and um, Conroe ISD schools. So what's going to be on the show tomorrow for Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports? Well, we will have some highlights, um, highlights of North Shore's um, big win from Beaumont um, on Thursday night. Um, Manville and Sterling was a re really good game last night, Thursday night. Sterling really gave Manville all it could handle. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Sterling has a superstar running back in Frank Brown. He apparently also punts, or at least <laughs> fake punts. He, he was lined up back in the end zone for a, to punt last night, and he did not punt. He took it 90 yards for a touchdown. It was um, definitely one of the best highlights of the year. Um, we've had this season. That will so. be on Plays of the Week, I have a yes, feeling. Yes, yes. He will be a Play of the Week nominee. <laughs> no question about that. Um, but, yeah, Sterling uh, was leading that game in the third quarter and was really in it all the way up until late in the fourth quarter. Manville finally pulled away at the end. Tucker Yarbrough, another big night. That that quarterback is, is slinging it um, for the Mavs. Um, 
And that district, that district is really the top. It's it's very top heavy and really good when you talk about Manville, Fort Bend, Marshall, Sterling, and Willow Ridge. Also, um, those four te- those four teams all should um, you know appear to make the playoffs. And um, I think we, I wouldn't be shocked to see a few of them make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. So we're about to wrap it up. Our show didn't get to go out last week, but so we're going to tie in two weeks. But from week eight and week nine, what are your what is your big takeaway as we start rolling into week 10? Well, um, it's really just now we're starting to see these district races um, sort themselves out. We had a couple other big games tonight um, in class 5A that we didn't get to. Um, Magnolia West went up to Lufkin. Both of those teams were unbeaten in district play. Magnolia West took a tough loss. a little step up in competition again, you know, like we mentioned with Hightower. It was a little step up in competition for Magnolia West. Um, but they'll turn around next week and play their rival, um, Magnolia. So that'll be fun. Crosby and Barbers Hill. Barbers Hill now 5-0 and in district play, closing in on a district championship. Tom, Tom Westerberg really has that thing rolling down at, uh, at Barbers Hill. Um, Crosby, is, Crosby was riding a three-game winning streak. Crosby's now 3-2 and in district play. You know, the Cougars trying to get, um, you know, trying to get back to the playoffs after missing it last year, I believe. Um, Atascacita, and we forgot to mention that. We'll have highlights. Atascacita, that big rivalry against Mm -hmm. Summer Creek and Atascacita. I I feel like we say this every week that we have the Eagles on the show. It's just impressive what they do. They score 60 or 70 points every single week. I think you told me their average is like 61 <laughs> yeah. after last week or something yeah, like that. It's, it's just insane. And, you know, that game was, was like 42 nothing or 49 nothing, And then the backups came in and Summer Creek got a couple of touchdowns late. But um, Itascacita doesn't give up points and scores a lot of points, at least in that district. So it's kind of hard to beat teams when they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um it, everything seems to be pointing to Atascacita making a pretty deep run and then matching up with kind of whoever survives the gauntlet of Katie North Shore Cy Fair. And at least I, I just glanced at the bracket. I, it's way too early to start looking at that kind of stuff. But um, just glanced at what potentially could happen. And I think that would be potentially those three teams um, – one of those three will survive, and Atascacita could come out of the other side of the bracket. And if it's Atascacita, Katie, I can promise you, Atascacita will will not lose will, by thirty again. Yeah, Atascacita <laughs> will remember what happened uh, in that week two matchup with Katie. Um, but you know, obviously, all three of those other programs, and there are a lot of other good programs. And let's not start getting looking too far down the road in the playoffs. But um, but yeah, that that team. To circle it back, if you have, if you guys haven't noticed, I can be, I can be a little long-winded <laughs> at times. Hey, um, we enjoy it here on the fifth <laughs> quarter. That's what this is all about. But yes, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I wish my wife realized that sometimes. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, uh, Atascacita can can rack up the points, and um, you know that team is, is definitely one that has played with a chip on its shoulder since that second week loss to Katie, and and it'll be fun to watch the Eagles in the postseason. Well, you can see all the highlights from these games as well as Chevy Spotlight. I think we've got some Adam Coleman on the show this week, too. Yeah, Adam Coleman. We actually had a, it's a fun little segment this week. Oh, I like it. Um, we compare local high school players to your favorite Astros. So you get to find out, all right, who would be the Garrett Cole or Justin Verlander okay. of high school football. I'm already liking this. So those are the big arm quarterbacks. Then we have 
the deep threat wide receivers we compare to the home run hitters um, for the Astros, the George Springers, the okay. Jordan Alvarez's. He's, he's been really good at riding this <laughs> week. The warm-up was spot on, guys. If you didn't watch it, go check it out. Yeah, and then uh, the little guy, the Altuve. Um, and, and yeah, we had, we, had, we had a fun segment. Adam does a great job every week, and, and he played along well with that. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, Chevy Spotlight on the Lamar Consolidated Mustangs. Um, that's a program that... You know, a few years ago went 0-10, and, mm-hmm. and Coach Rick LaFavors has really rebuilt that thing. Uh, they, they started 5-0. and They were 5-2 and heading into tonight. I'm pretty sure they won tonight. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, so the Mustangs, uh, a, a fun group of guys, and I know we talked about them on the extra point um, on the warm-up. If you're not watching the warm-up, you need to be watching the Heck warm-up yes, every Thursday. Do. We're a good team, guys. <laughs> but um, – but yeah, yeah, great group of kids there at Lamar Consolidated, and that program uh, looks to be headed back to the playoffs for the second year in a row. So that's our Chevy Spotlight, and that's a fun one too. And you can check that all out tomorrow morning on KHU 11 at 8.30 a.m. Uh, on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports, hosted by Matt Musel. What a great little, what a great little Absolutely. segue there. Absolutely. Uh, but thank you so much for watching the fifth quarter. I'm Ashley Billington, he's Robert Sheik, and have a wonderful night, and watch Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports tomorrow morning. Thank you.